Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, friends, so glad that you're with me here inside of our Backstage Pass. Super excited to have my friend Connie here today to talk to you about all the great things that have been happening in her life since she's been a part uh, of Created to Thrive over the last few years. Connie, welcome to uh, Backstage Pass. Glad you're here. Thank you. I'm honored to be there, and it's a wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. I know folks will know your name from live Q&As and from the Facebook group and all that sort of thing, but for folks that are just getting to know you, why don't you kind of give us the thumbnail of of who you are, what you do creatively, and, and where you are in the world? Yes, I'm Connie Nosher. I live just 50 miles from the Canadian border in New York State, close to the Adirondacks, and um, I make fiber art. I make sculptures out of embroidery, um, mushrooms, butterflies, wildflowers. I, I do things from nature, so I try to do them at their life size. Yeah. And um, I also own a bed and breakfast in the area, so I have a few things that I'm doing. I'm having classes here also, um, and yeah, that's what I do. I love it. I love it. I love how your story is kind of, you know, all the things that you love together, your bed and breakfast, your art, it all kind of has, has merged. I'm interested, you know, maybe we could roll the tape back on just your creative expression and what you're doing with, with your fiber sculpture and, and all that. How did that begin to evolve? Was that something that you started in or were you doing other kind of fiber art and then it morphed into this or what was that journey like? Yeah. So the journey began when I was nine, my mom got me some embroidery kits and uh, I was pretty much hooked right from the start. And um, so, yeah, I've been embroidering since I was nine, you know, sometimes it went into cross stitch. Sometimes it went into um, cruel work, um, just different things. A couple of years ago, I saw someone had made um, a sculptural mushroom out of embroidery and I'm like oh I so have to do that (laughs) so that kind of got everything started it's Um, interesting and you know it's kind of like me with baskets like you do it for so long and you've got the techniques down you know the materials all that and you're I didn't even know that I was bored but I think I was kind of bored and looking and it's funny how the Lord will bring things along your path just like you like you see this other thing you're like I didn't even know I was looking for this, but like, this is really ringing my bell. So, so have you switched fully into now sculptural work? Are you still doing some, some other kind of functional pieces as well? Um, no, pretty much sculptural. I do. Um, I also do sonograms. Um, they're stitched sonograms and I do, um, stitched aerial views of lakes and forests and uh, people's houses, uh, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I have a few things that can, can move around. I don't get bored, but it's still all embroidery. Yeah. That's um, awesome. That's awesome. It's it's amazing how even within, yeah, I'm always talking about, you know, finding that niche of what your work is. It's even, it's amazing when you limit your materials, you limit what you're doing. There is so much freedom in that, 
uh, still. And that's how that uniqueness uh, has developed, which is really what I love about your work. You really have a, just a, a beautifully unique voice that that's really emerging. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you've been in the mentoring program for a few years now. Talk to me about how that came about and uh, what was the the impetus behind looking for for help on on your art journey. Yes. So um, I at the time it was um, September and it was a artist rise up program I saw yeah. on Facebook and I was like at at the time I was um, working as a landscape designer in a in a firm close to us. And um, so I would go out to clients home and look at their stuff and talk to them and see how they use their area and then create gardens yeah. for them <clears throat> and give them a quote. And we had crews that would go out and just uh, do it for them. Yeah. Uh, so and can so I just I say doing... what everybody else is thinking right now that Connie, you're too talented. Like what is going on? You're doing landscaping. You're doing this. You're doing that. So, anyway, keep, keep going. Well, thank you. Um, so I was doing that and and had a bed and breakfast. And that's when I saw these uh, sculptural mushrooms. And I'm like, yeah. ah, I really yeah. would rather be doing that. And bed and breakfast and, and the landscaping were not working together anymore. Mm-hmm. I had to go in earlier to um, brief crews to tell them what they need to do for the day. And it was too early. I w- should have been serving breakfast. So the two weren't working together very yeah. well. So, um, and I really just wanted to be working from home from then <laughs> on. So um, when I got into the, when I did the Artist Rise Up, it really helped me to see, even though I had done embroidery for so many years and other things, watercolor, just other things. Yeah. I never really saw myself as an artist. So when I went through the Artist Rise Up, that's when I realized I, I am an artist. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, so, so anyways, um, that was really good. I got into the program and, um, it was a little bit, a little bit costly for me at the time to to do a whole year. And so I decided I was going to do the whole program in a year, go through all the modules. And because the, the embroidery or the landscape is seasonal, I had most of the winter, up here, we can't do landscaping in the winter. So <laughs> I had most of the winter. So I really hit the program pretty intense and was embroidering the whole time I was listening to everything. And um, so it worked well for me. I went through the all the modules in less than a year wow. and decided at the end of the year, I this is worth a lifetime membership. I am going for it. So <clears throat> so I got the lifetime membership. Um, that's so awesome you know a lot of times you can go through modules and you're learning and everything but then I've just heard that so many times like people come back around to it or they'll watch an update or something like that and something they heard three years ago or two years ago now they're ready to hear it in a different way and that's kind of what I'm hearing you say as as well yes yes so yeah the program has been wonderful Um, got me through a lot of things even during COVID when it was you know sparse i would just go and listen to matt tommy (laughs) (laughs) it was it was very it was a blessing and the program still is a blessing Uh, Um, that's awesome i highly recommend everyone listen to the modules do the biz chat and the question day but also i have 
a couple different groups of people that I meet with once a month on Zoom outside of the program, but they're in the program. How cool. And that's been wonderful. It's yeah, it's been very, very encouraging. It's just good, you know, especially when you live, if you live in a rural area like I do, and I know you are kind of as well, it's, you may not have folks, you know, in your church that are, they kind of get what you do is, you know, creatively or whatever, and it's, or in your local area. And it's great to be able to reach out to folks that are in the program and have those meaningful conversations. And I, I love that. Talk about Connie, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, I loved it. I felt better. It's, you know, all this sort of thing. Talk about some of the the practical, you know, measurable things that have happened in in your life and business because you've seen some really big changes that that have occurred. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, the modules on how to start a website and and um, the SEO yeah. stuff um, invaluable, and um, the the heart and mind stuff. Okay, so I was I was also a a women's pastor at my church. Wow, and so. Um, had gone through heart and mind stuff with women for many years. Mm. So that was very familiar to me. Yeah. Um, it was it, it, everything about your program, the people you quote and and the books that you've read and all of that, it matches what my church and what I believe mm. and have been involved in. So, um, so that was, that, that was really good too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, since, since you brought that up, I'm just I'm just interested because, you know, you've as somebody that's pastored people and that sort of thing and helped them, you know, get transformation. Talk about, I guess, the connection that you have felt in particular in bringing your faith journey together with your art and business journey, because a lot of times I know I did this, you kind of keep them in these silos. And our approach has always been to kind of this holistic sort of kingdom view. So. How did that help you, you know, experience transformation in your life? And have you seen that life with with others that you've helped too along the way? How did the program um, help with the heart and mind part? Um, I guess I hadn't thought about that part of it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, I I think if you can connect to to Jesus daily, yeah, and um hear his voice and and listen to the things that he puts his finger on mm, that he good. wants to work on yeah um that that will get you the the greatest amount of breakthrough mm. if you're you're listening for the key <laughs> that he drops into your spirit yeah. that um witnesses with your spirit and and that is that is something that comes across in the program something that I did with many women over yeah. the past. So I would, I would say that's a key. Yeah. 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 I think just, I've just been amazed over the years um, at the amount of people who love Jesus. They're in church doing the best they know how to do and that sort of thing, but nobody's ever taught them the practicality of, of exactly what you're talking about, learning to hear God's voice and recognize what he's highlighting and you kind of to co-labor with him in that. And we spend a lot of time, I think, in life trying to get God on board with what we're trying to do as opposed to coming into agreement with, with what he's already doing. And like you said, that's a lot easier way to, to go this just to get on board with the wave that he's creating as opposed to trying to, to create our own. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, Connie, I would love for you to, you know, as we're you know using these backstage passes to uh, encourage folks and that sort of thing in their journey, um, are there any nuggets as far as 
ways that you went through the program, things that you did that were really uh, helped move you forward or just any general encouragement that, that you'd give somebody that's, that's listening today? Um, I, well, I would say that the modules that talked about how to how to enter shows and exhibits and festivals, yeah. those kinds of things were very helpful because I, I had never I'd never been exposed to that part of it. Sure. Um, so that was really good. So last year I pressed in and I did all those things, shows, exhibits, festivals. And what I found was that the local festivals, the ones right here in my county, yeah. were yeah. not very profitable. There would be tons of people, but no one was buying it. They yeah. would love yeah. it, but no one was buying it. <clears throat> I live very rural, so um, the economy's not great here. So. Mm -hmm. I did four festivals right in my town last year. I think I made $60. Yeah. So not probably all right. <laughs> all four of them. And so I had kind of decided uh, this is not, it's not even worth my time of taking my stuff and, yeah, sure. and all of that. But on the last festival, there was a lady that said, oh, I, I uh, am interested in your stuff. And can I come to your house? And look at, because I didn't take everything. Yeah. And yeah. I said, sure. Well, it was it was in September and she came and she loved the stuff. But then she said, oh, it's I just got my land taxes. I'm going to have to pay for those. So I'm, I'm not going to buy anything today. So I was a little disappointed. Well, in in January of this year, that same lady who lives maybe 10, 15 miles from me yeah. came and bought almost $3,000 worth of stuff. <laughs> she got her check in, right? <laughs> in January. how crazy and then she said um would you do a commission wow and i said sure and i i so i did a couple things for her uh she didn't like we didn't have a contract she just said have you ever thought about a monarch butterfly yeah. and i said yeah that's actually next on my list so uh -huh. she didn't actually Commissioned me, but she requested kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, in the meantime, I was doing a swallowtail butterfly, and when she saw that, she decided she wanted that, so she she just bought that yesterday. I finished it last week. I love it. I love it. Well, you just so you I, never know. You know the little things you go to. You think this is a dead end. The Lord brings yeah. it around in such beautiful ways. And yeah, so I am no longer saying I don't have any local clients. Um, I'm no longer no longer cursing local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, you know, uh, I think so. when you can, you know, as I try to encourage people, you think about marketing and doing those shows as as marketing is sowing seeds, is developing relationships, and as you're faithful to do that, God's faithful to bring uh, the increase. And also, right, you're testing and measuring, right? You're seeing what's working for you, what doesn't. You can adjust as you move on, and that's that's how we all grow. I wish. I wish there were a book for everybody, right? This is the good show for you. And this is, but we don't know until we go, right? So it's it's just it's right. just part of it. So well, Connie, yeah. listen, I love your work. I've I hope you know that I've always loved your work every time I've gotten a chance to see it. And I know people are going to be interested after hearing you uh talk today. So where is the best place that they can find um all that you're doing online and and, and see your work and, and connect further? Sure. Um, Connie Nosher Studio.com is my website. And Connie Nosher Studio on Instagram and uh, Facebook. 
Awesome. Awesome. And we'll have all those links right here in the description so people can just click right on there. But Connie, it's always a great pleasure to hear the great things that are going on in your life. Thanks for taking a moment to, to share with everybody today. And um, I hope you have an incredible rest of your year and can't wait to hear the next uh, great stories that you come back with. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.